ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Stupendous Steve Barber. And joining me is my co-host, the dynamic Dwayne Davis. Hey, everybody. That's right. We have nicknames that start <laughs> with the, the first letters of our first names. <laughs> In fact, yours is the first letter of your last name, too. Yep. You, yep. Have, you have double A, we have double D. <laughs> uh, but so, uh, woo, so have you been since Monday? Um, busy. Yeah. Hope's been uh, doing some furniture projects, like stripping them and uh, repainting them and different things. So been helping with that. And then uh, just busy as usual. Yeah, same here. And then, you know, just doing a whole lot of work. You know, going, I hope I leave it a normal time today, and then I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't too far past my normal time, but still. Right. You know, um, and, you know, yeah, yesterday I'm starting, um, uh, I'm starting to learn the art and or the craft of being a personal finan- financial planner, mm-hmm. you know, and so I actually met up with my trainer yesterday and along with um, someone who, you know, I'm going to be helping out. Okay. You know, at the same time so i had that and didn't get home until you know um uh probably close to 8 30 and wow that's yeah and that's when our friend alan and i recorded the other podcast the cubicle mm-hmm. Chat podcast yeah so yeah busy oh <laughs> <That was laughs> uh, um you know but i mean it's all in good fun it's not like you know i don't think anything that we're doing is not productive in some way right right you know, so if I was just doing this stuff and not being productive, I'm like, you know, that's just kind of a waste. <laughs> yeah, but, and, and as anybody would notice, Joylan's actually rep- repping our podcast. Me, I'm <laughs> repping the Marvel Universe. There you go. Yep. Because, and not just because it was the shirt that I wore up underneath my, uh, my work. Cause I had to be you know, like business casual. So mm-hmm. I always have, you know, a nice collared shirt on. I always have a shirt on underneath. And this was the shirt I had on underneath. And I decided mm-hmm. I'll just wear it. Because, yeah. you know, uh, like I just tagged on Facebook, um, I just saw Doctor Strange last week, you know, so the new Doctor Strange movie, like the multiverse of Matt, whatever it's called, when I just still had a lot of questions. Uh, yeah, I'm currently watching WandaVision to prepare myself for yeah. the, doc- the new Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, and that's why, you know, you need to hurry up and watch it so I can send you memes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean... You know, you got to think about other people, Dwayland. Come on. I know. I know. I'm being <laughs> selfish. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> but, um, but I will say, I mean, this isn't really a spoiler. I mean, it's, it's like a Marvel horror movie at some point. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, it's got Sam, Sam Raimi directed and right. Sam, Sam Raimi did the, uh, the Evil Dead movies. Right. Uh, so it's like, I've heard a lot of people say that it's like a horror movie with, wrapped in a marble coating yeah uh yeah that's a very good way i mean special effects are amazing um just the way they did everything was just amazing mm-hmm. and there were some I, I was catching nods to other movies right you know so i even pointed out to avery she's like oh yeah okay um and then there was one part i was like hey that that didn't know something happened and she and she's like what then all of a sudden they actually said it. I was like, "Ha, ah, see, I got it first. <laughs> so y'all can't, y'all can't fool me. You're right. So, <laughs> but this episode, we're going to talk about some news that you sent to me today. And I was like, well, perfect idea for a show topic. And this report from Cultaholic, 
Roman Reigns is going to miss the next pay-per-view, which is WWE Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. So we have no world champion on the Hell in a Cell, which it was my that was my fear when they had Roman win both titles. He's winning both titles, and he's now he's doing half the defenses he was doing before. Yeah, yeah, because before he was defending the Universal title at every pay-per-view. Yeah. And now that he's both the Universal champion and the WWE champion, now all of a sudden it's, well, we're only going to have him defend the title at the bigger shows. Yep. And it's like, this is not, this is not Hogan era. That worked when Hogan was champion. You didn't have all of the outlets for pro wrestling that you do now. You don't, uh, the eighties were a big time period for wrestling, but there are more, I feel like there are more eyes on pro wrestling now mm-hmm. than probably ever with, especially with, you know, the social media boom and you've got to have your world champion on TV. You've got to have your world yeah. champion on pay-per-view. I, yeah. I'm fine with him not defending it on TV because it makes the pay-per-view matches more, you know, feel more special, but he's got to be defending the title on pay-per-view because what's the point of him having both championships if he's not defending either of them? And one of the things, um, you know, talking about the eighties, going back to Hogan, Hogan was defending it on house shows. Yeah. And see, that's a, that's a thing with Roman too, is that he signed a new deal and he's working fewer dates. A lot of those dates are, house show dates because right now he's been working the house show loops you know continuously he's doing his tv pay-per-view and house show loops well the new deal he signed now he's not working as many house shows he's not going to be working nearly as many house shows as he was he's still going to be on tv and pay-per-view but it seems like it's starting to be structured to where he's only going to be on the bigger shows Oh, and we will get into all that just as soon after I go ahead and tell our contact and listening info. If you would like to email us, email us at armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. You can always find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast. Just do a search. You can find us. Give that page a like. And, you know, mm-hmm. and you should see every, every time we post something. Uh, you can go on Instagram, also at Armchair Booking Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Booking Armchair. You can find us on TikTok at Armchair Booking Podcast. If you're on YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, well, you already know we're there. Yep. Yep, we have a video we're right, right here. We're right here. Yep. And I'm sorry about our looks. We can't do it. We've tried. <laughs> I mean, this these are this here is just, it, 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 it's a lot better with this. Trust me. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I have way too much face if I don't have all the face <laughs> exactly. in there. So it's like, no, yeah. I have to keep this. Yeah, so y'all, y'all, y'all don't want all that. So no, you don't. You don't want those problems, no. Right, and, <laughs> and and you can find us on just about every audio platform there is. And I've actually checked all of them this week. All of them seem to be running fine, awesome. smooth. Stitcher's fixed. iHeartRadio's fixed. Uh, Google Podcasts finally updated. Amazon's finally updated. Uh, Apple Podcasts, you know, we've been on there since day one. In fact, and the reason I say it is because we were on Block Talk Radio, and now we're actually being hosted by Spreaker. Mm-hmm. So, and Spreaker, I mean, they are just fantastic. I'm, I'm serious. You know, and nothing is Block Talk, but Spreaker, I mean, is really 
well, I guess they're sister companies is what they're saying now, mm-hmm. but Spreaker, yeah, they're, they're it. Block Talk ought to just absorb right into Spreaker. Right. So, but, and you can always, if you want to go over some of our merch, like our t-shirts, like what Joylan was wearing right there. Yep. See, y'all didn't notice he's also a model. <laughs> but you can find that at tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast. And you can also find Joylan on Twitter at fat underscore daddy 73 and yep. his YouTube channel with his wife. They call it big and fat, big mama and fat daddy. Yep. We're on YouTube, uh, Facebook, uh, TikTok. Yep. Yeah, they are. Cause I'm, I'm subscribed to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and you can also find, uh, my other podcast, which Joylan has also been a guest on the mm-hmm. cubicle chat podcast. Uh, and I'm, I'm always going to kind of plug it because I'm still trying to grow it. And right. we're, trying to, we're trying to grow uh, Dwayne's channel as well because you actually, not dormant, but you kind of took a hiatus for. Yeah, we took a little, a little time off. Things just got kind of busy. And, but now we're trying to try to ramp it, ramp it back up some. Yep. And so we're building our podcasting empire. Mm-hmm. And Ted the Hillbilly Hill, he said, well, he's building his own empire. Yeah. He's happy for us building ours. And go listen to his podcast, The Hill Truth. Ted, Ted the Hillbilly Hill. Dude is great. He's funny. He's smart. And he's trending number one in Antarctica and on MySpace. And if you don't believe me, prove me otherwise. Exactly. So, and also go listen to the TNC Sports Talk. They have not been able, excuse me, I'm sorry. They did not. They have not been able to record in a few weeks. I actually hit up Justin today and said, hey, is everything all right? Um, his computer... Uh, they we had, had a bad storm last week, and his computer got affected by the storm, as in water. Uh, yeah, so oh, yeah, so he got just picked it up. I think he said today, you know. So hopefully they'll be back up and running, you know, here soon. But mm-hmm. um, but we'll see because I mean they have a great show. They do have some of their archives on YouTube and they're on other audio platforms as well. Just look them up, TNC Sports Talk, the the Justin and Trey uh, podcast. Yep. And also, last but not least, I always got to give a, give a shout out to Jamie and John who do the, the True Crime Cast and Bless Their Hearts. Uh, I just, I love listening to their shows every week and just staying in contact with them because I've actually wrote a couple of shows with their True Crime Cast. I've actually been on their Bless Their Hearts, you know, so they, great show. They've actually been on Jericho's show three times. Yeah. You know, so I mean, they're friends with Chris Jericho. I mean, you hey. know, I mean. You know, I've had him retweet me, <laughs> but, <laughs> which was kind of cool. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that's, yeah. that's, that's still kind of cool. But you know, but one thing about Chris Jericho is he he's done a lot of things, including acting. I mean, not major roles, but he has done some acting. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling that's what Roman Reigns is looking to do now. Is and he's already been in at least one movie, and I cannot remember the name of it. He was in. Um... The Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, okay, that wasn't even the one I was thinking of. Um, there was a movie. It was a comedy. Um, I'll have to look and see if I can find it. But yeah, he he played like a really small, um, almost a cameo type role. Oh, okay. You know, and it was actually during the time he was away from the ring when he was uh, going through remission. Um, mm. You know, when when the leukemia had reared its ugly head, it was during that time that he was. Uh, away from the ring so this is pre-covid okay you know so you're like 2018 2019 um time has you know even though 2020 just drug on 
now look back, it seems like everything's kind of flown since then. I know we're almost halfway through May of 2022 already. It's like slow down a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Roman maybe going into movies. That's I mean, it's a rumor. I don't, you know, I believe well, it's see it's it. a rumor. I'm I'm sure eventually it'll yeah. happen. Um, but for right now, what they're saying is he's still fully committed to WWE. It's just the way his new contract is structured. Like I said, he's going to be working fewer dates, which that's fine. I mean, especially with this run he's been on. I mean, he's carried the company through uncharted waters. Yep. So, I mean, I have no issue with him getting a good contract like this, work, mm-hmm. working fewer dates. Uh, he's, I think he's 35 years old, 35 or 36. He's got yep. kids. He's got a wife and kids that I'm sure he would love to spend more time with. So, you know, I'm happy for him for getting the new contract. My problem is, once again, they did not think long-term when they had this big match of, you know, champion versus champion, the so-called unification, which it's really not because they haven't really unified the title. They haven't. Um, But they didn't think it out long-term. They didn't think, okay, we're going to have Roman be, we're going to have Roman win both titles. So does that mean he's going to appear on both shows? Does that mean one pay-per-view he's going to defend against somebody from Raw, one pay-per-view defend against somebody from SmackDown? How is this going to work? Then we decide, oh, we're going to we're going to offer him a new contract with fewer dates. Apparently, some of those dates mean he's not going to be at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, so we have no World Championship match yep. at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, <laughs> and, and it's like. Just- they, and he had already been advertised. They had to pull him yeah. off all the posters. They pulled him off the poster and put Cody on there. Which, I mean, Cody will get people there. Yeah, but... Cody, yeah, Cody will get people there, but your championship is supposed to be your draw. Yeah. That's that's the biggest draw any wrestling company has is their world title. The face and of your company should be your world champion. Yeah. And vice and... versa. Your world champion should be the face of the company. Exactly. And Roman's the face of the company. So he needs to be there. But he's no. he's not going to defend until Money in the Bank, which is which, in July. Which is in July, because yeah. SummerSlam, he's going to defend it at money. At least we know he's going to defend it at Money in the Bank and SummerSlam. Where is Money in the Bank? Do you know? Um, you know what? I don't know. I have to look it up. But the article that you sent to him and even pointed out, he has not defended the belt, the belts. Since he won it since he won it at WrestleMania. And so yeah. that was back, back in April, yep. um, first weekend of April, and mm-hmm. he won't defend it until July. So May, June, July, three months without defending uh, the unified title or unified yeah. titles. And there used to be, and yes, I do realize it's all kayfabe. It's all storyline. But it used to be 30 days without defending your title you got to give yep. it up, buddy. I yep. mean, that's. Yeah, but it's like they've, they've thrown that out the window unless they conveniently, unless something major happens and they could need to hurry up and get the belt off somebody, then they'll, they'll pull out that stipulation. But for the most part, they've forgotten about it. Um, Money in the Bank is at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. I did know but that. Duh. <laughs> that's why they're going to make sure that Roman 
is wrestling Money in the Bank and SummerSlam because they're both in stadiums. Yes. They got to pack those stadiums and they need Roman. We, we literally just talked about this on Monday. Yep. Too. We, we mm-hmm. both forgot. Yep. We're getting old. Yeah. <laughs> and then so. September is a stadium show in the UK. Okay. Um, it's a pay-per-view? Uh, I believe so. I don't know what they're going to call it, but it's, the, uh, from what I understand, there's supposed to be a pay-per-view in September uh, that is emanating from the UK. Uh, is it going to be back at Wembley again? Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember mm. where that is. Let me look and see. Okay. But, I mean, I mean, there's other stadiums, obviously, besides Wembley, but, I mean, that's the most famous one there. I mean, I've actually watched um, – Watched a football game, an, an actual American football game in Wembley Stadium back in 2011. I saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Chicago Bears. Uh, it will be at Cardiff's uh, Principality Cardiff. Stadium. Yeah. That's in Wales. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Okay. Oh, okay. That That's right, because I just saw fairly recently – because I want to say they were mentioning something about Drew McIntyre being there. And somebody said, well, um, he's British and things like that. It's like, well, he's Scottish. He'll tell mm-hmm. you he's Scottish. He yeah. will tell you he's British. He's Yes, they're all part of Great Britain. Yeah, that also but he's Scottish. Wales. Yeah. Yes. But it and, includes Wales, yeah. But that includes Wales. And they're like, yeah, he's not Welsh. I mean, he's Scottish. Mm-hmm. And a Welshman will tell you they're not Scottish. They're Welsh. They're very, very right. proud of yeah. being Welsh. Uh, because I think everybody kind of forgets about Wales. I mean, it's its own little separate country. You look on a map, it's the, like on the left there. Yeah. Um, and we've been to Wales. I mean, it's uh, very pretty. In fact, we went to Wales about two or three weeks after we got back from going to Scotland. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, um, and it was weird to think about, yeah, we drove up to Scotland, and then a couple of days later, we drove, to, drove out to Wales. Mm-hmm. Except we were in Scotland for 10 days. We were in Wales for just over a three-day weekend. Oh, okay. Um, you know, but I mean, still, I mean, it was nice. I mean, went to Harbor <clears> Cafes <throat> at, in both, you know, so, um, but I mean, I'm kind of glad to see Cardiff is actually, mm-hmm. you know, getting, you know, Wales is actually getting recognized. Um, because if you look at the UK flag, um, you know, the, everybody, everybody thinks that flag is the flag for England. No, that flag is a combination of three different flags. Yeah. Yep. It's, um, like yeah, going to kind of a history lesson or yeah. Sorry, folks, we're going to a you know history lesson or whatever you want to call it, geography lesson right now. The flag of England is white with mm-hmm. a red, you know, cross, um, you know, horizontal and vertical cross. Right. Uh Scotland is blue with a white X, you know, if you want to call it like the cross like that. Mm-hmm. And of course, what's representing Ireland or Northern Ireland is a red, a white flag with a red little thinner X. Okay. And so when you look on the United Kingdom flag, you'll see, you know, the three of those flags, kind of mm-hmm. and Jack, you'll see the three of those flags together. Yeah. Wales is also part of the United Kingdom. They're not represented anywhere because their flag actually has, I mean, their flag is actually kind of cool. It has a dragon on it. Okay. And yeah, I mean, and I was like, man, you should put that dragon like right there dead center. Yeah. You know, because that would be all. Oh, and but they were like, yeah, Wales, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, screw those guys. <laughs> so, uh, but Adrian Street was Welsh. Okay. Okay. You know, so I didn't, I didn't know that. Yep. He's Welsh. I'm trying to think of some other, um, because Wales is, I mean, it's actually, you know, it is pretty small. So, um, 
so you just don't hear a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Out. Actually, Lemmy Kilmister, he's Welsh. Okay. Cool. Yep. Um, you know, so yeah, wow, that's kind of cool. They're actually doing that. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know the name of the pay per view? Uh, I don't think they've given it a name yet. They've just announced where it's going to be. It's supposed to September third is when uh, when the pay per view is happening. Okay, September third. September third. Okay. Probably, probably explains why SummerSlam is on July thirtieth. That way, it gives them four weeks to build to the next show. Okay. Because um, you, usually SummerSlams in you know early to mid August. So. Yeah. And the thing is, Money in the Bank. June uh Hell in the Cell is June fifth. Uh okay. Money Money in the Bank is July second. SummerSlam is July thirtieth. Hmm. And and then there's no August show. And then oh, they did give it a name. It's called Clash at the Castle. Okay. Um, and of course, you know, they're talking about going to the United Kingdom, going to castles. Um, you gotta say, okay, which castle? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but if uh, it's in Cardiff, Wales, Saturday, September third, so they're going back to the Saturday pay per views, except for Hell in a Cell is on Sunday, and and the next three pay per views are on Saturday. <clears throat> I am actually going to share my screen real quick, and I'll um, just because it was on my mind. Um, there you go. That is the Welsh flag. Oh, that is pretty cool. Yep. So you put that on the, the center of the Union Jack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, in Wales, I mean, they actually have their own language. Too Welsh. It's its own language, and it it's resembles nothing mm-hmm. about English whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if if you ever see like a Welsh word. It would look really weird to us just because it, it'll start. It looks like it has no vowels at all. Oh, okay. You no, know, but, you know, of course, both of us have been through different language classes with Mr. Mm-hmm. Faulkner learning Spanish. Yep. And so we know there's other uh, languages have different alphabets. Yep. You know, and different pronunciations. So it all works out. So, but we're back to Roman not defending his title. That's still. I just, I mean, it's bad enough that. WWE uses their titles for props for the most part anyway. And I mean, you have, yeah. you have half of your, almost half their titles don't get defended on pay-per-view. Yeah. Like regularly the United States title, the intercontinental title, the women's tag team titles don't get defended on pay-per-view. Your tag team division is as thin as Swiss cheese. And yep. You've got, I mean, the Viking Raiders are on NXT right now. They've they've gone down to NXT to work with some of the younger teams. So you don't have the Viking Raiders. So you've got the Usos. You've got RK Bro, Street Profits, Alpha Academy. Between two shows, you have four teams. Wow. Because on SmackDown, <laughs> there are there are no teams left on SmackDown. Um, I was going to say New Day, but 
yeah, but they've been stuck in this time loop. Yeah. With uh seems like with Sheamus and his dudes, and it's like and I, I don't I don't want to call Sheamus and his dudes a tag team. They're kind of a, a collection or a stable, but yeah, it doesn't it just kind of feels like they were thrown in. Yeah. Know. I mean, you do have the new day at any given time, you know, they can put the new day and the Usos together, and you're gonna get a really a good quality match. tag yes. team match. Always. Every I've I've never seen a bad match between those teams. But right now it doesn't seem like the focus is on the new day of doing anything but putting over Sheamus and Ridge Holland and Butch. So the Usos don't really have any challengers right now. RK Bros are already beaten the two teams that would challenge for their titles, because there's only two two other tag teams on Raw. So it's like, what is the point? It's like just unify the titles and have them go back and forth. But with Roman, it's like if you're going to have him win this type of match and beat Brock Lesnar for the WWE title and have him be the one single world champion in WWE, then he's got to be on every major show. He's got to be on every yes, every pay-per-view or premium live event, whatever you want to call him. He's got to be front and center because he's who's putting the butts in the seats. He is the biggest star in that company. Mm-hmm. He is the biggest merchandise mover in that company. He is the person that people tune in to see and people pay money to see is Roman Reigns. Yep. They've got the star that they tried to make him when they were pushing him as a babyface, and that wasn't working. He took control of it and built himself into the star that they tried to make him. And now it's like, like again, I'm fine with them, with him not working as many house shows. I mean, lots of times you don't always see the world champion on house shows anyway. Right. But he needs to be on pay per view. Your your yes. world your world title needs to be defended on pay per view. Because how do you get people to tune in to the pay per views, the premium live events, the whatever the crap you want to call them? if you don't have the face of the company there, because, you know, I mean, well, you and I, I mean, we've been wrestling fans, you know, for decades. Forever. Yeah. Uh, and I can't remember a time when I wasn't a wrestling fan. I mean, it goes, I can't either. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been a wrestling fan for, since I was five years old. I mean, and I'll be 49 this year. Right. So, you know, um, so the point is <laughs> you're old, um, <laughs> so, but, I'm only two and a half months behind you. So. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we know other wrestlers that were interested in watching. Mm-hmm. You know, the casual fan or even the semi, you know, um, serious fan, you know, somebody who mm-hmm. they have some, some people they're serious about, but they're really, they like wrestling, but they really want to see Roman. And if he's not there, they might not still watch it. Yeah. And there's nobody right now. I mean, I'd have to really, I'd have to look at the roster because nobody right now pops off in my head. Well, no, because I don't even think AJ could, Styles could carry it to the level of what Roman's doing right now. Not AJ right now. is, no. is, I mean, he's, you know, but, um, I don't think Edge could do it. But you go to a show to see that. 
yeah. at the end at the end of the night, you're supposed to be seeing this being defended. This is supposed to be the most important thing in your company. And I don't understand the oh, we just won't have him. We just won't have him at this show. But we're going to expect people to still tune in and see what's happening. So, what is your main, what does your main event scene look like with when your world champion's not on the show? And for our audio listeners, what Joylan just showed was his copy, uh, a replica of the WWE championship belt. Yep. You know, just to prove the point, that's what people want to see. They want to see the belt, the champ, what it represents the championship. WWE, yes, they do treat them like props. I mean, no doubt. Mm -hmm. it, you know, but it's what it represents is this is the champion. This is supposed to be your top person. Yeah, this I mean, is the this is it right here. You know, this is the this that is supposed to that championship belt represents this is you are the best at what you do. You are the pinnacle the best of this company. And when that's not there, it's like it's like when they tried to do when they did the the original brand split and Brock Lesnar went to SmackDown and there was no world title on Raw. And it's like the original plan was supposed to be the intercontinental title would be the top title on raw. That was never going to work. No, because it's always been from its inception has always been the second tier. Exactly. That you know? has always been, that is, that is the championship. That's top of the mid card. Right. That get, that gets you to the main event. Very respected title. Very respected. It's yep. one of my, it's one of my favorite championships. Yep. Especially during the 80s and 90s, that was, to me, that belt was absolutely on par with the world title. You had, you had better matches in the Intercontinental title matches than you usually did in the world, the world title matches. It was the workhorse title. It was mm -hmm. the guys who got out there and put on great matches. And it used to, the Intercontinental title, if you could, if you could have a good run with the Intercontinental title, it meant that you were ready for the for the world title. Yep. It puts it puts you on the path to winning the world title. They I don't mean, treat it like that anymore. I mean, we could throw some examples up there. Look at um, Randy Savage. Yeah, Intercontinental yeah. Champion for over a year. Yeah, and you know, you look at Shawn Michaels. Same thing. Yeah. He started Intercontinental Champion. Had mm -hmm. I mean, the ladder match at WrestleMania ten was over mm -hmm. the Intercontinental belt. Razor Ramon. He never became world champion, but I mean, he kept that prestige for the he sh he really he sh should have been a world champion should have been and i think if he hadn't have had a couple of suspensions for substance issues i think he probably would have been on the path yeah to to win the the wwe ch championship uh look at the rock uh intercontinental champion look at yep. steve austin intercontinental champion bret hart bret hart yep um the only reason Mr. Perfect wasn't the WWE champion is because Hogan was in the way. Yep. If he had um, been, if he'd have just been a few years later, Mr. Perfect probably would have been the WWE champion. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. One, he 100%. Was the, to me, he was the greatest intercontinental champion of the nineties. Yeah. And even later on, and this is actually something that I, it was during a period where it, it wasn't that I didn't want to watch wrestling. It's just, I was, I was overseas and, and mm -hmm. not that, I really honestly didn't know when it was coming on, what channel it came on on Sky TV. Right. I'm sure it was hard to keep up with. It, it was. I mean, not when I was doing rotating shifts and 
Uh, and then I was having all sorts of issues at work because of just uh, leadership that was just extremely toxic. Um, you know, I'll just say this when you are super, if you're a Harry Potter fan, you'll get these references. But when your supervisor is like Gilderoy Lockhart, and then Ooh. the supervisor above that is like Dolores Umbridge. Mm, gotcha. and, and, and I mean, that, that is not even a joke. I mean, that's what they were like. Oh, wow. Yeah. Then, you know, you got problems. Yeah. And then they yeah. also hated each other. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm Harry Potter by any stretch, but, but I'm just saying that's what they're, you know, you had the, the narcissist and then you had the control freak mm-hmm. who was, you know, all about rules for the rules for thee, not for me type thing. Right. And, yeah. You know, so anyway, yeah, she put me through just absolute hell, but, uh, but anyway, um, I did not realize that nature boy had actually become intercontinental champion. Yeah. He was, uh, I think it was like 56 when he won the intercontinental title. <laughs> yeah. He beat, he beat Carlito for it at, uh, unforgiven. I forget the year, but, uh, yeah, he won the intercontinental title. And seeing that, I think Carlito, I, I don't think Nothing against the man. I mean, he's second generation of mm-hmm. Carlos Colon. I mean, is his dad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Carlito is not his dad. No, no. You know, he wasn't 40 years old being called a youngster when he went to the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but like, like I said, that was never going to work with the Intercontinental title being the top title on Raw. Mm-hmm. So they brought out the big gold belt and made the World Heavyweight Championship. Raw's world title. If you're going to have your, if you're going to have your roster split like WWE, like WWE is adamant that they're doing, especially with the amount of TV rights money that they're getting for Raw and SmackDown, then you've either got to have a traveling world champion that goes between both shows, mm-hmm. or you have to have a world champion for each show. And actually, right now, it just occurred to me. The reason why they did this last brand split, and it's been actually a few years now, mm-hmm. you know, about what, maybe five years or so. I think know, so. Four, Sounds yeah, about right. Like, yeah. Uh, was because their rosters were just bloated. Mm-hmm. And so yep. they had, an, you know, they had enough people to do two full rosters. Yeah. That was before they started releasing people every quarter now. We're going to release somebody every quarter. Yeah. And it's like you release, you know, you release a hundred wrestlers, you know, during yeah, the that's pan- about that is about how many it's yeah. been too about during the pandemic wrestlers. from 2020 to this year in the last, you know, yeah, last year and a half or so, two years almost, they've released over a hundred wrestlers now, and then now they're talking about releasing in specifically NXT talent on a 90 day schedule depending on the that particular wrestler's growth. But so you're gutting your roster. You're still keeping the brand split because you're making too much money from the networks not to have it. And the networks want their own specific shows. Mm -hmm. The networks are also wanting their own specific world champions. So I don't (laughs) Right now, nobody has a world champion. Nobody has a world champion because... He's Roman's not, not going to be there. Yeah. And if he's and if he's not going to be at Hell in the Cell, he's more than likely not going to be on TV leading up to Hell in the Cell because what's the point? What's the point of having the world champion on TV 
and then he doesn't show up at the pay-per-view. Of course, I'd never understood the logic in, okay, you have one show, SmackDown, which is on Fox Sports, mm-hmm. and then you have your flagship show on USA, which is actually, isn't it USA affiliated with NBC? It, yeah, um, USA is owned by NBC Universal. You know, of course, they own the Peacock Network, which is what WWE yep. is now a part of. Yep. And don't get me wrong, I mean, it's a great deal. You know, five bucks a month and you get the oh, yeah. network plus all the other stuff they have on there. I'm like, hey, okay, we like that, you know. Yeah. But you have two companies that are competitors. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, they're going to want, I mean, so you're having the deal and you're you're going to have to have, make sure you deconflict everything. Yeah. You know, see, the nice thing about what WCW had before they really honked it up and what AEW now has is they had TNT and TBS, which are all owned by the same mm-hmm. umbrella company. Yep. So they don't have, you know, so, well, what about this? But you no, we get, we get preferred on this one. Well, no, we get this, you know, well, we want to have a chip in our show. No, if it's all the same people, they're like, all right, everybody shut up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and I, you know, maybe, it wasn't such a great idea to have that because when they went on Fox sports, of course, that's a terrestrial channel. Mm-hmm. And even though, I mean, it is digital, but I mean, as long as you have the flat panel antenna, you know, yeah. you should be able to pick it up. Yep. And uh, so that was a way for them to get back on network TV, network you know? TV. Yeah. But if you don't have cable, you're not getting the USA network. Right. Which was my problem when I was a kid and wanted to watch it because we didn't. <laughs> right. Yep. Same here. <laughs> so yeah so i like going over to friends houses who had usa or had cable mm-hmm. hey can we watch that wwe you don't watch wrestling okay but <laughs> you sure you don't want to start it's, uh, really good right. yeah I'm, I'm gonna go get another friend <laughs> <laughs> um but god I, I don't forgot what i was going uh but yeah but having the two champions another merger one and so like us we're happy we're going okay logically you know, you've cut your roster thin and you have way too many belts. Mm-hmm. Now you definitely have way too many belts because now it's like Oprah giving out championships. You get a belt, you yeah. get a belt, you get a belt. And so they didn't think about a lot of those things. And it almost seems like they're not thinking about the big picture when they're making some of these decisions They're And they're also thinking short term, not long term. And I think you pointed that out before. They're not thinking long term yeah because they what they did is they were so hell-bent on having promoting brock lesnar versus roman reigns as the biggest wrestlemania match of all time which it absolutely was not it was not uh i don't even remember most of it now to be honest with you i mean really there's three off the top of my head savage steamboat wrestlemania 3 mm-hmm. michael's undertaker wrestlemania 25 austin rock wrestlemania 17 those are just top three that are way more important matches than this match will ever be. Those three matches are still talked about as some of the absolute greatest matches in WWE history. That match between Brock and Roman is not going to be talked about. People no. have already forgotten because the only, yeah. the only thing that mattered was the only, the only thing anybody cared about was the end of the match and with Roman standing there holding both titles. That's and that was their end goal. Was we created this huge WrestleMania moment? Roman Reigns is the 
undisputed WWE Universal Champion. That's that's the tagline that they give him whenever they talk about him holding both titles. But it's got to be more than about more than a moment. It's got to be mm-hmm. serious booking. It's got to be thinking about long term, like you said, the big picture. Because now they've backed themselves into a corner where they're eventually going to have to split those titles because the networks are going to say so. Mm-hmm. Because as powerful as Vince McMahon is within the wrestling industry, those networks executives that are cutting those huge checks are more powerful than he is. And they're yes. going to tell him. USA is going to tell him, I need a world champion on Monday Night Raw. Fox is going to tell him, I need a world champion on, on Friday Night SmackDown. He's not going to have any choice because they can pull that deal at any time. If they don't like what they're seeing, they don't necessarily have to honor that deal. Right. Because they're they're the ones paying for the product. And and also here's another bad thing about the way they've been treating the US and Intercontinental titles. They have gotten to the point they have devalued those titles so much because the Intercontinental title has not been defended on a pay-per-view since WrestleMania 37, which was 14 months ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, that's when Big E was the Intercontinental Champion. Big E was the Intercontinental Champion, and he defended it in that goofy Nigerian drum match. I whatever. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out. I'm like, let me see when the last time the U.S. title was defended on pay per view. I want. I mean, I know it's got to be more recent than 14 months ago, but it hasn't been that many times. I mean, you think about this. I think the 24 seven title has actually been defended on a pay per view more uh, or since. We know at least since the Intercontinental, I had to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, it's almost like the 24 7 title is also treated with more respect than the Intercontinental and US title. And you think about how old the Intercontinental and US titles are. I mean, think about the right. lineage with those. Um, even is it what culture that has their, uh, their ranking of all the Intercontinental and, and the mm-hmm. US champions? Yep. Because I'll, I'll watch those just because, I mean, I, they, are, they do a fantastic job of creating those lists and the videos and uh, and i actually encourage everybody to go look them up they are just great and they actually talk about when they talk about the u.s title you know how far back it goes right you know this is the one that they they brought over from wcw which you know uh kind of evolved from the u.s title that was part of the mid-atlantic area and which was when I first started watching wrestling, there was a big angle going on about the U.S. title be- between Ricky Steamboat, Dick Slater, and Wahoo McDaniel. And Steamboat had the U.S. title. He had retired, but he opened up his gym. He even told me that when I met him. He's like, oh, yeah. He said, yeah, that's when I opened up my gyms. He said, I was like, yep. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, but he, Dick Slater had a fake belt. Ricky Steamboat came out, threw the belt in the trash. You can actually find that on the network. If you go back to some of the Mid Atlantic shows, and that Wahoo wanted the title, Wahoo had just turned heel. I didn't know that. I thought he had always been a bad guy. Um, you know, of course, you find out later on Wahoo. I mean, he he did really good at both mm-hmm. face or heel. But you know that U.S. title. I mean, to me, I mean that was like okay. And they always said the U.S. title it is second to uh, the NWA World Title. They yeah, are the yeah, they were the number one contender. Yeah, it used to make you the number one contender. I mean, that's why that's why Big Van Vader 
even wanted the United States title. He mm-hmm. he took it. He beat Jim Duggan for it because it made him the number one contender to Hogan. As soon as that match got signed, he gave up the U.S. title. He's like, I never wanted the U.S. title. I just needed it to get to Hogan, right? And get to, get to the world title, and that's how it should be. Your the Intercontinental title or the U.S. title should make you the number one contender. Yep. For the world title. That should be the champion on their respective shows. I mean, because yeah. and if you think about the U.S. title, I mean, you look at all the people who've held it. Magnum C.A., Tully Blanchard, Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair has held it you mm-hmm. know, back in the day. Yep. Uh, Wahoo held it. Um, Dusty held it for a little bit. Luger held it. Nikita held it. I mean, we're talking like classic uh, names. I mean, and for it to now be treated as, eh. Yeah, you know, it's like, eh. Yeah, and all the other names, you know, we mentioned with the Intercontinental title. You know, you're talking like Pedro Morales. He held it after he held the the WWF world title, but Mm -hmm. Pedro Morales held it. Don Morocco, Tito Santana, Greg Valentine, Roddy Piper held it. You know, and then, of course, like I said, you know, Savage, Shawn Michaels, uh, Bret Hart, Razor Ramon, uh, Diesel. You know, I believe um, British British Bulldog. Uh, British Bulldog, yeah. and Yeah, Diesel was Intercontinental champion. He, he, uh, actually beat Razor Ramon for it. Okay. That's right, because Shawn Michaels accidentally super kicked Diesel. Yeah, and then the, Razor Razor beat him. Yeah, Razor yep. pinned him and took it back. Yeah. And that's when they, they split them up. Uh-huh. That's right, because I've always thinking Shawn Michaels is not that tall of a guy. <laughs> and Kevin Nash, I mean, you saw the picture of me standing next uh-huh. to Kevin Nash. I yeah. mean, he is I mean, I'm six one, you know, or just a hair under because I'm shrinking too. But yeah. <laughs> you know, Kevin Nash, I mean, he was still a head taller than me. Yeah. You know, so and he's actually probably shrunk as well. I mean, just due to yeah. age and he's had knee operations and things like that. Shawn Michaels is able to, you know, do his I I, I don't know if you call it thrust kick, the super mm-hmm. kick, the the judo kick, all the way up to Kevin yeah. Nash's Kevin Nash's face. Yeah. And that's always amazed me, you know, how those guys could do that. Cause it's not like Nash bent over to the kick me in the face. I mean, he was yeah. still standing upright. Yeah. But yeah, but just to get back to the point, you know, all that lineage of Jeff Jarrett, there's another one, Austin mm-hmm. rock, you know, yep. and now it's not, it has not even been defended on a pay-per-view in 14 months. And now the world title slash universal, the unified championship will not be defended in three months. Yeah. You know, your top, your yep. top title. And I was okay with the match at Backlash. I thought it was a great match. I had I didn't have an issue with him not defending it because he was still on the show. And you right. still got the tease of the feud coming with him and Drew McIntyre. But now, where's that feud go? Because you get no world title match. Right. On the next pay-per-view. You you started building towards this feud at backlash but then you have kind of have to put it on pause because there's no roman's not going to be at hell in the cell and then you've got and that's june 5th and then there's not another pay-per-view until july 2nd so roman's going to be at that one but wwe has proven they can't book that long right they can't, they can't book they can't book a program that long to make it work for the next you know for that pay per view 
And then the next three pay-per-views, Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, and Clash at the Castle in Cardiff are all in stadiums. That's that's where the money's. That's that they're looking. That's where the money's at is the stadium show. And, and they will draw people. In oh Cardiff. yeah, they and they will, will. get a they yeah. will get a huge crowd there. Um, money. Let's see. Where is Hell in a Cell? Oh, Chicago. Hell in a yeah. Cell's in Chicago. And you know what the the crowd's going to be chanting during the whole show? Oh, they're going to be chanting CM Punk the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to be yeah it's at the all-state arena uh and it's actually it used to be the rosemont horizon because it's actually in rosemont illinois which is a suburb of chicago um and the that arena used to be called the rosemont horizon and now it's the all-state arena and i hate how all these arenas and stadiums are all corporate names now instead of having the the old the old names that we're used to Exactly, because the Superdome, mm-hmm. we know it's that in New Orleans. Yeah. A couple of years ago, it was the Mercedes-Benz Dome. Yep. I was talking to uh, my trainers, you know, for this new uh, thing that I've been doing, you know, for right. personal uh, financial planner. Mm-hmm. And they said one of the things that the company does, I mean, they actually um, have like trips. And they said, yeah, they're going to do something at the Mercedes-Benz Dome. Right, and I said, "Oh, New Orleans." They said, "No, it's in Atlanta." I'm like, what? The dome down in Atlanta, which replaced the Georgia Dome, because remember they they tore down mm-hmm. the Georgia Dome, which also yeah. makes me feel old because I remember <laughs> when the Georgia Dome was built. Yeah, I was an adult. We were adults when Georgia Dome was built, and now it's gone. But the new dome there is now the Mercedes Benz Dome. The one in New Orleans. Uh, you know what we will always refer to as the Superdome. I mean, I can't mm-hmm. help it. I mean, it, yeah. it's been the Superdome my entire life. It's now the Caesars Superdome. Like, like mm-hmm. I, so. Well, it's like, like the that's like Nissan Stadium in Nashville used to be called the Coliseum, right? And that's what you know, old school fans like us. It's still the Coliseum. Coliseum, but it's now it's it went from the Col- Coliseum to LP Field. And then now it's Nissan Stadium. I mean, at least I give it to Cincinnati. The Bengals, their stadium is Paul Brown Stadium. It's still mm-hmm. named after Paul Brown, yeah. the man who founded the Bengals, and he also founded the Browns. But that's, you know, <laughs> that, save that for a football podcast. <laughs> it's a very interesting story. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Cincinnati, the Reds actually just won again. Hey. Man. That makes, I believe, eight wins on the year. And <laughs> 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 Which uh, they're, on, they're on track for like 125 losses. Oh, they wow. keep on the path. Yeah, it's bad. Mm, mm. Uh, um, I mean, I'll still go watch them. Yeah. You know, just because my son loves going to the games and I love spending time with him doing that. So, uh, and it's in a stretch to the losing, that means the tickets might be cheap. So, yeah. But I mean, um, this Roman not defending the title until money at the bank, it's like, what if AEW decided, oh, we're just not going to have Hangman defend the title until. Oh. You know, and they only have four pay-per-views a year. So what if they just, just decided, oh, we're just not going to have him defend the title until, like, the end of the year? Because double or nothing is his next title defense. And then the after the pay-per-view after that will be all out. And I just – you don't see any other company 
doing that. I mean, New Japan doesn't do that. Impact doesn't do that. I mean, they're if they have a a pay per view show, their champion is front and center. And you know, Impact they were just in Cincinnati. Well, it's actually technically, I think they were in Newport, um, which is right across the river from Cincinnati. Yeah, last, yeah. Last weekend. Yeah. And I I didn't get to go because well money. <laughs> really well lack yeah. of money yeah um i am looking up right now the hell in a cell for this year they don't have any matches laid out yet do they no none no they have wow none. and i mean it's it's you know today is may 12th the paper is june 5th they've got three oh my. weeks three weeks to build this a whole card Ooh, okay. I don't know who is responsible for y'all's booking or, you know, setting up your stories, your writers. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to get on it or get rid of them. You know, yeah. all the people y'all, y'all keep letting the talent go, the people actually performing. Y'all need to start looking at other things like this because yeah. it, it's, I mean, it's not the wrestlers who are causing your attendance to drop. It's, your stories it's it's the reason why they're in the ring yeah you know it's and people go to a wrestling match to watch the wrestling Mm -hmm. they don't go there to watch a play exactly and it's like you go to a house show you don't hear all the common you don't you don't you don't don't hear the commentary you're watching the match yeah you're watching the match that's what we paid to see is the match even if you go to a pay-per-view you don't hear the commentary. You're just watching the match. The only way right. you hear the commentary is if you are sitting seated behind the commentary desk. Yep. And I know some of the house shows I've gone to with WWE. I went down to Cincinnati uh, some years ago. This is back in December of 2013 or 2014. One of them. But now they did have where, um, what's his face? Um, Barrett. Um, Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett. He was doing the whole like judge kind of character. Bad, bad news. Bad, bad news, news Barrett. Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Afraid yeah. I got some bad news. And so he brought the podium, did that, but then he'd go right back. But that mm-hmm. actually added to the match. Yeah. 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 Story of the night. Yeah. And he was talking trash about, I think it was about the Bengals. It was in December. So he was talking trash <laughs> about the Bengals. Uh, and of course it was really easy to do back then because they weren't even sniffing a playoff win, much less all of a sudden going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but they had that, but they didn't do it for too long. Unlike now. Well, I mean, now I haven't been to a, a house show since then for the WWE uh, E and I have been to obviously a lot of house shows for the NWF and, and mm-hmm. other things, you know, but, um, but when you go, I'm not going, like I said, I'm not going to watch a play. I'm not going to watch, okay, let's see, we're watching a video up on the, the Titan Tron or whatever the heck they're calling it now. Oh, look at that. They're in the they're in the parking lot and it's daylight in the, that video, but it's nighttime outside right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> so little yeah. things like that. And, you know, or it's nighttime right there, but I know it's it's daylight. Oh, they must record. Oh, okay. And I'm like, this is, I'm, I came here to see what's going on in that ring. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you have some kind of supporting thing, I get that sometimes. The those things like that should be there to support the reason why they're in the ring. Yep. And right now, 
here it is a month away, less than a month away from one. If you had to rank like the tiers of the pay-per-views, you have the big, you know, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, um, Survivor Series. And if you want to throw money in the bank in there, because I think you've been. Yeah. Well, yeah, money in bank is actually it's more become important a pretty now. big one. Yeah. yeah, it's become more important than Survivor Series. But yeah, oh, yeah. you've got your you've got your big five. And then after that, yeah, I would say Hell in a Cell is right it's up right, there. Right up there. Yeah. You know, because that's when, if you had to have me name any of the other pay-per-view series, if you want to call it that, uh, besides right now because Backlash, because of this year, mm-hmm. I don't think I can name the rest of them. No, because they have, see, they have Clash of Champions. Which well, was an old WCW yeah, one. Yeah, because it used to be Night of Champions. And yep. then they decided, I don't know why they decided, but they decided to pull the Clash of Champions name out of mothballs and use it for a pay-per-view, which is fine, except ne- not all of their championships were defended. They still had singles yeah. matches on there that weren't championships. And it's like, that's not the point. It could even call it Night of Champions or Clash of Champions, and every one of your titles needs to be defended. And if you have too many titles, then you need to get rid of some. And I think, you know, <laughs> with the U.S. and the Intercontinental title, maybe that's what they're trying to do just from, you know, just almost like to attrition. They're just like, yeah, we'll make, we'll, we just won't have them defended ever. So we'll just, people just kind of forget about them. <laughs> you know, I don't well, think ch- wrestling won't do things like that. Well, here's the thing. Changing the Intercontinental title belt did not help either because no, you go from that you know version of the classic belt you know that to whatever this is supposed to be now and it's like you had a beautiful belt i yeah. don't understand the point of commissioning and a new one the, I, I mean know the new sh- belt's not bad don't get me wrong you know but they shouldn't have had it replace the intercontinental title it, it wouldn't have been bad if it had been anything but the intercontinental title right that would have been a good belt for anything else, but just not the Intercontinental title. And you know what I'm looking for? And I, uh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not this title right here. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you who are audio only, I'm holding up the 10 pounds of gold. The NWA World Heavyweight Championship. That's right. And when they replaced that with the big gold belt, which you actually have. I do have. Yes. Yep. Um, I mean, at the time, I mean, it was considered a really big deal. Yep. There it is. Right you there. Get, you, need, uh, you haven't got that nameplate etched with your name on it yet. I know, right? So but, you need to you need to take care of that. <laughs> but for people that are audio <laughs> only, I have a replica of the big gold belt. And um, yeah, like Steve said, when they changed it from the 10 pounds of gold to the big gold belt, it was... Um, like I felt like everybody immediately was like, wow, we thought that was a world title. <laughs> and then like, this is a world title. And it's like, and then even WCW knew it because they went with the, when Flair left and took the big gold belt with him to WWE, they had to come up with a new WCW world title belt, which I, uh-huh. I never liked that belt, even though, I mean, there are some greats of the business that held it. Flair, Vader, Ron Simmons, Luger, Sting, you know. But it's just, 
to me, I think of the World Heavyweight Championship and it's the big gold belt. Just like I think of the Intercontinental title and it's the classic belt, not this thing that they have now. I just wish they would treat those the champions as champions. And right now, I mean, it's obvious with them letting Roman not do anything with his championships, multiple. You know, think about it, he's mm-hmm. got two of them. He's not Matt Cardona, you know, who just walks into a new building every week and just wins their championship and leaves. Yeah, I think Matt Cardona has got seven championships. Um, He's the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. He is the Impact Wrestling Digital Media Champion. Uh, I can't remember all the other titles he's got, but I think he's got like seven right now. And what... What the WWE could also really use, and they've tried doing it in a way, uh, like when, when AJ has been the U.S. champion mm-hmm. or the Intercontinental champion, come out on TV every week, all right, open challenge, who wants it? Yeah, like the, the open TV, challenges were great. Yeah, yeah like the TV, the yeah, TV like title. The, That's yeah. what the TV title was there for. Yeah. It was a belt you knew you were going to watch a championship match of some kind mm-hmm. every single week because Tully Blanchard was the first TV champion I remember. And he defended it every yep. single week. And I mean, and it wasn't against now, sometimes it was okay. So it was against scrubs, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, those guys, you knew they were, Oh, who's going to Gary Royal. Yeah. He's got this. Yeah. And you know, slingshot. Yeah. There he goes. I mean, and you know, but then the competition was getting tougher and tougher Yeah. until finally, you know, the whole thing with dusty and of course dusty got it and then turned into a world television title. Yeah. But but either way, I mean, that was, you knew you were going to see a championship match every yeah. single week on TV. Mm-hmm. Now we can't even see our world, world champion for the WWE do, defending a paper. They've literally come out and said he is not going to defend it on the next pay per view. He's not even going to show up at the next pay per view. No, but, he's not even yeah. on the promotional material anymore. They changed everything and took him off of it. Yeah. And, and that, it actually kind of makes me wonder, though. I wonder if something else might be going on that they're not talking about that maybe they want to keep private, not for, not for bad reasons necessarily, like they're trying to sweep something under the rug for embarrassment reasons. But Mm -hmm. we got to think, I mean, Roman, I mean, he's had legitimate medical issues. My thing is I'm wondering if his shoulder is not an issue because at WrestleMania, his shoulder popped out. Yeah. He popped it back in, but I wonder if there's issues with his shoulder because yeah, he's been getting a little physical on TV, but a lot of times tag matches are designed to protect somebody that's hurt. Uh-huh. And, you know, that way they're not having to carry the entire match. Right. His shoulder could be in worse shape than they're, you know, than they think it is. And maybe they're giving him some time to heal up, which is fine. It would be perfectly fine if he wasn't a double champion. Right. And, if he and, was just the universal champion and they been like, oh, well, because they could even play it storyline, him being like, I've smashed everybody. There's nobody left to challenge me, so I'm going to take some time off, go take a little vacation and everything while everybody tries to step up and see who's going to be the next challenger. Something like that would be simple to write him off for a few weeks. But if the WWE title was still in play on Raw, then we could still get a world title match at the pay-per-view. Right. But no, they're not doing it like that. And no. 
I mean, and you've you know, got Bobby Lashley right there on Raw. Right there. That could be the WWE champion right now. Instead, he's stuck in a feud with Omos. Yep. And I do get that Bobby Lashley, he was at you on the shelf for a little bit, with also with a well, legitimate shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, it's going to take a lot to actually hurt those shoulders. Yeah. Uh, because good, the dude's got shoulder, he's got like bowling balls up there mm-hmm. at the top of his arms. I mean, just phenomenal shape. Uh, and he's got traps, not like not traps like Hobbs. Now Hobbs has like oh lord, <laughs> well, that man is ridiculous. Yeah, Powerhouse Hobbs his, is just <laughs> his, his traps have traps. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know. But Lashley, because I was even thinking the same thing before you know you even said it was Lashley would be the perfect person. I'm thinking, well, why did they all that's right? He hurt his shoulder, mm-hmm. and now he's back, and they got him stuck in this feud because well they already had the titles decided. And I think it may have been just bad luck, you know, that all happened, you know, yeah. yeah, because Brock, I mean, Brock was becoming an unpopular, even though, yeah, he was a face, mm-hmm. but you know, it, people are tired of seeing Brock as yeah. the champion because it was like, all oh, Brock's always, oh, you ain't gonna see that title defended now for the next six months. Yeah. And it's like, WWE should understand this because they heard this criticism when Brock was champion, there were times, when Brock would be gone for like three months. Yeah. And the, there's just no world champion on Raw. Like when he was universal champion, there was no universal title matches for like three months in a row because Brock wasn't there. Right. And, and it's like you can't have a main event scene without a world champion. Exactly. Because there's no main event without – because the championship is the main event. Without the champion, there's no main event scene. Exactly, because it used to be, and they could go back to this, on the house show loop, your A shows, your B shows, and sometimes, you know, you have C shows. Mm -hmm. Your A shows had your world champion. Your B shows had your intercontinental champion. Of course, now, you know, intercontinental or U.S. champion uh, on them. And you could also have, you know, your tag team champions would be, you could have them on A or B. And because Mid-Atlantic used to put, well, they had the tag team champions when the Rock and Roll Express. They had them on the B shows. Mm-hmm. They, the A show loop was the world champion, but Dusty was on the A show loop. But the problem is, Rock and Roll they were drawing more fans than yep. the A show. But but that's a story also for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but but they could do that even now. Like you said, I mean, if Roman Reigns and I guess he has been talking at the uh, the house shows mm-hmm. about you know he's want to say his life is going through a series of changes or something, you know, and because everybody's like, he's almost talking cryptically. Yeah. He was, people were taking it as like, he was like stepping away from wrestling and it was right. really because he's not going to be working nearly as many house shows now. And I mean, yeah, if you've got to the point where you are the face of the company and he really is, Mm-hmm. then you've kind of earned that, but at the same time, don't do it for too long because people will forget about you-ish. Yeah, yeah. And when you come back to, you know, like every time when, like we were talking about when Brock would be gone for, he title up, oh, he's gone for the next three months. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even say, then they would announce, uh, Brock Lesnar is going to be in the next week's Raw. And my reaction was, so? Yeah, it's like, I don't care. I mean, I'm like, they're doing fine with Adam. I mean, it's yeah. like, you know, you had this weld oil machine, and then you had that one person that decides they're going to make an appearance, you know, just say, hey, look at me. Remember, I'm here. Screw everything up. 
and yep. then they have to and then start disappear over. again. Yeah. Yeah. And then disappear again. They have to start over because he's coming there because they pushed him over all them. It's like, well, it doesn't matter. They've been working this and working hard and everything else. And you know that they're improving themselves. You had this guy who does this four times a year come in and just take them out. And so it makes him look extremely weak. Yeah. Well, like when Brock won the, when they were calling it, when they were carrying the world heavyweight title belt and the WWE title belt, and they were calling it the WWE world heavyweight championship and Brock Lesnar beat uh, John Cena in that squash match Mm -hmm. at SummerSlam to win the title. And then Brock got the current version of the WWE title the next night. He defended it one time in September. I think that was at Clash of Champions. And then he was gone until January of the next year. He didn't defend the title again until the Royal Rumble the following January. And it's like you can't do that and have people, one, have any respect for your championship, two, have any respect for your champion, or be excited to see the champion. And it's like, to, especially today's society, out of sight, out of mind is how a yep. lot of rest, how a lot of today's wrestling fans are. If you don't keep what's important front and center, they're going to quickly move on to something else. And they have to think about who they're trying to attract mm-hmm. as an audience. And you can't you can't attract and, the casual fans that way because. The casual fans are only going to pop in when this particular person is on the show. Yep. That's not a sustainable business model is to rely on casual wrestling fans because they think, oh, if we can pull in these casual fans, they'll become lifelong fans. They won't. They won't. The lifelong fans are fans like us Mm -hmm. who have been watching pro wrestling, not just sports entertainment, but we've been watching pro wrestling for four decades and it's like the casual fans don't know the history they don't appreciate the history they just know i like that person or that person i'm going to tune in when they're on but i'm not going to watch anything else right and not that but you also have the curious fan Mm -hmm. you know the ones are okay wrestling so is it a sport okay i'm going to go check this out Okay, I see they're holding a holding a belt, kind of like in boxing. So they must be a champion of some sort. Mm-hmm. So they must be really good. And then they don't focus on that. No. And they're focusing, like I said, the casual fan. You know, and this is why I'm asking, who are they trying to target as their their fan base? Because people aren't going to watch it for, like I said, it's for the skits. Yeah they're going to watch it for the actual action in the ring because you go to the house show to watch the action in the ring. You go do it, go to a pay-per-view live like you're doing in July. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it to say, okay, I'm going to watch the Titan train. You're going to watch mm-hmm. in the ring. You can't yep. hear the commentary. No, you know, not unless you were to pull up the Peacock network on your phone. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, it is a possibility nowadays, but yeah. Um, but I mean, you'd be, uh, you know, because you know, there's going to be a delay of, of some yeah. kind. Yep. And I mean, they're really, really hurting the product by allowing this to happen. If Roman's got these injuries, take the belts off of him, put them on somebody else who will defend them. 
Right. Because now you're going to turn Roman. Now they're going to go back to the the go away heat that he had before when they were pushing him in mm-hmm. everybody's face. But now he's going to get the Brock Lesnar, you know, go away until you can learn how to be uh, a more productive champion. Yeah. Yeah. Because they say, oh, he's back just to show his face of, ooh, remember me, fat paycheck. Meanwhile, the guys who've been doing this day in, day out mm-hmm. are getting shafted. Yeah. But either way, I mean, I really hope it doesn't cause any turmoil, even though I have a feeling it will. Um, because the casual fans, not going to watch it necessarily. The curious fan might watch and go, okay, this isn't as good. Where's your champions? Yeah. You know, your sport- I mean, the casual fan who does not, you know, they who does not follow, seriously follow pro wrestling is going to be like, where's the guy that looks like Aquaman? Mm-hmm. And if he's not on the show, they're not going to watch anything else. It's like, oh, well, he's not on. Okay, then I don't care. I don't care about the rest of it. It's not why I'm why I'm watching. Yep, the curious fan. Oh, there's no. It's just this isn't wrestling. This is you know playtime. This is yeah. Broadway. This, this is, is yeah. This, this is off Broadway. This is theater that just happens to include athletes, and that is not a knock against any wrestler in WWE. This is a knock against the system that they're mm-hmm. in because they they are used to promote a big budget soap opera, which all wrestling is a soap opera in, so, in you know, in some one way or way, another. Right. But this is more, like you said, this is more theater. Mm-hmm. This is a big budget theater that happens to involve pro wrestling. And your curious fan is not tuning in for that. Your casual fan isn't tuning in for that. So who... Besides Vince McMahon, who are you booking the show for? Right. And their product that they're outputting right now is getting progressively worse. It's not getting better. No. I can't, I, I cannot think. The sad thing is, they're actually getting really good talent in there. I mean, yeah. look, look at the roster right now. They just got Cody Rhodes back, mm-hmm. which I never thought I'd ever see that day. I didn't either. Um, Alexa Bliss is back, you know, thankfully. Sonya now they Deville need, is an active wrestler again. Sonya Deville is an active wrestler again. Uh, Leah, Leah, Rhea Ripley is finally getting, looks like she's finally getting a, a good push. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm getting tired of seeing Edge, but I mean, Edge is still kind of a draw for now. Ed, yeah, he's still kind of a draw. And I would rather see Edge in this group than by himself chasing titles because it's like, there are other people you could put in these championship matches, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and sorry, I got an alert that said that the NFL schedules are out. And I was just seeing if the Raiders play Green Bay, <laughs> they, they don't. No, of <laughs> so, not. Um, so no smack talking this year between yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the meantime, this is going to help AEW get more of the audience because I mean right now and I don't like the whole company versus company thing which I, I don't was, either just watch everything we are wrestling fans you try to watch everything yeah um, in fact right now I mean there's not as much as far as programs um, right now on 
on TV, there's not as many now as what there was when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they are on, they're on for longer. Yes. You know, so, but either way, I don't know. Just keep tuning in. Hopefully it'll get better. You know, so, uh, and maybe something will happen you know, over the weekend that we can talk about on Monday. Yeah. So, but, but until then, I got to go ahead and, and jump off of here. And I know you got work in the morning. I don't because I'm going to, <laughs> I am going to Moorhead University, Moorhead State That's University. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a guy, I'm really proud of him. He is commissioned as an Army Lieutenant, first or second Lieutenant tomorrow down at Moorhead. And I am actually giving him his first salute. Awesome. You know, That's so awesome. uh, really proud of him. And, you know, they should be. Uh, it's supposed to be on Facebook Live at some point. Uh, I I don't know the link. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just, and you know, so uh, hopefully I get a good picture of it. But yeah, so that's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. And I'm going. I am going Saturday to the Mount Orb show. Okay, cool. And I didn't cool. think I'd be able to because you know it's one of the our anniversary is on Sunday. But she actually told me uh, earlier today. She's like her friend. You know, he's been going through a lot of. Um, mm-hmm. A lot, you know, just a lot of problems. And, you know, she, and she asked Tawana, she could come over and kind of, you know, cause yeah, she's just, she's been through a lot. And so Tawana's yeah. been helping her out. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to go watch a cage match with tiny Tim and Alex Hayden. There you go. Yep. So there you go. But until we talk again, goodbye and God bless. God bless.